Hey everybody, and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 178 for Patch 5.3, made possible by Open Raid. Our topic for this episode is keeping up or catching up. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. My name is Root, and I play a Goblin Warlock. And my name is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. Coming up in episode number 178 of HearthCast, we have proof that there are some good people who still play WoW. We have some achievement add-ons that you can't live without. And we have a Hey Blizz. We're going to tell them what we need to go with their in-game store. Awesome. Sounds like a fun episode. Glad I'm here for it. Me too. Glad you're here yeah. for it. Because if we weren't, then there'd be nobody here. Yeah. Or there'd only be one of us, which would be awkward. Yeah, because I'd be like, hey, Freck, and there'd be nobody across the table from me. You could just do my voice. No, I can't. I could get Demonic Rick to do your voice. I don't even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Good. How was your week in the world of Warcraft? Oh, it's pretty good. Pretty eventful. I finished the glorious achievement, you know, the one we kill all the rares. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, you're there. We yeah. got up on a Saturday morning and we just, just kind of random. Saturday? Yeah, it was a Saturday morning. We just oh. kind of randomly went around. And I didn't believe you that you'd get it all done in one day or at least like decide I'm going to I'm gonna finish it up today and actually do it. But we did. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. So got the glorious achievement. Also got a cool few doodads, like the critter flute That's, for Moldo One Eye. You like that one, don't yeah. you? How many critters have you had around with you? Ah, uh, like three. That's it. Some birds. Well, because you where know do you have is, to go. Just, I don't know where the critters are. You know where the best place to go would probably be. No, Northrend. I, I think it's Pandaria only, but I could be wrong. Oh, I didn't I'll read have the tooltip. No, if you look at it though, it um. The amount of time the critters stay with you is significantly less than the cooldown of the flute. Which means you can play the flute while you still have critters with you, which means you get to attract more critters than the critters that you have stay. Oh, okay. So then, I don't know if it rebuffs the critters that are with you, but you could exponentially increase your critter followage. Interesting. You could have like all the critters following you around. Interesting. You do have a lot of critter bites. But then you have to throw them at each of the critters and they only follow you around for three minutes, but... Whenever we used to do the culling of Stratholme, I would run along the way and I'd feed critter bites to the cows and the chickens and the cats. And then when everyone's <laughs> waiting at the gate on me, I'd come up with this like horde of farm animals. I'm like, I'm ready. I've been there for that. <laughs> Everyone's like, really? You brought a cow. <laughs> cow is helpful. <laughs> sure. Helpful cow is helpful. Exactly. I get it. I'm with it. Yeah. Moo. Yes. All right, so last time I was in Darkmoon Fair, on the last day, I looted the Darkmoon Eye from the pet battle reward. Yeah, and then you walk around with it on a chain. What? It's like <laughs> following you, like a balloon eye or something. It was the weirdest it's thing. It's so awesome, I know. I have three eye pets, and this is the only one that falls around like above me. Right. The other ones are kind of shoulder level. 
But does it look like a balloon eye? I know, and then it put a chain on it. Look, it's talking to balloon. But it was an eye. It was. I giggled a lot. Yeah, I know. I was there for that too. <laughs> We're doing world bosses. You're like, look at my eye pad. It's on the chain. I'm like doing the walk, like slowly walking yeah. my eyeball through the yeah. raid. Yeah, you're totally RP walking your eyeball through the through the raid. Yeah, I had fun. <laughs> was... I have enough iPads though to make a team of just eyeballs. That would be gross. Yeah. Could you imagine going into pet battles and being like, "I'm fighting eyeballs. What's going on? Why am I fighting eyeballs?" <laughs> Yeah, I get all these ideas for teams that just would be cool. Can you name your team? Um, because that would be cool. I can because I have an add-on, but no one else would see it. Oh no, you gotta I be. I wish able- you could though, because I have a robot bear, an undead bear, and a regular bear, and they're all adorable. And I want to make a team called Bad News Bears. Okay, maybe it's not a good idea. Let's scratch that, Blizz. Uh, ignore <laughs> that. <laughs> I. If they're all undead, you could call it like barely recognizable, barely oh. alive. You know, okay, maybe Blizz is a good idea. I actually fought somebody who named their pets in a way so that it was smack talking the other person. Sure, right, right, right. Like the first pet was I use imps. Their second pet was I use dire horns. The third pet was because I'm bad. Oh, I see. <laughs> And he did not have any imps or dire imps horns. Imps or dire so, horns. Yeah. And he wasn't bad because no, yeah. he killed you. Yeah. So apparently if you have you know, a good pet and you use it, you're bad because you're using a good pet. But What? I don't know. It made me laugh. You can't talk to these people. So that's like... It's a good way to do it. You are finding right? yeah, creative ways to communicate. They should totally let you name your teams. Yeah. Maybe in the future. Yeah. Yeah. This week I also got exalted with the Netherwing faction over in Outland. I got a Netherwing Drake for free. How long did it take you to do that? Oh, a couple weeks. Hmm. Getting the eggs from Kara? The eggs was part of it, but I did a lot of dailies. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, grants. Thanks. Like I calculated it, and it would have taken me a long time just doing the eggs in Kara. What kind of dailies were you doing? It. Um, level 70 dailies. So it was like piece of cake stuff. Yeah, it was. That's cool. It's easy, just grindy. But they have the cutest quest where you get, because you're dressed up as an overseer, an orc overseer, and they have these peons working, and some of them are disobedient, and you have to throw this boodering at them. Throw what? A boodering. Boodering. Yeah. Like kind of like a boomerang? Yeah, but but it's a boot. boot Oh, boot-a-rang. Yeah, boot-a-rang. And they get mad when you hit him. Work complete. <laughs> yeah. Like they'll be napping, click okay. on the back, what do you want? <laughs> okay. Mm. Well, Grant. So yeah, fun. I saw those Drakes. Those yeah, the Drakes gorgeous. are beautiful, aren't they? Oh, love them. And once you buy, get the first one for free, the rest of them you can buy for 180 gold. Oh, man. So I don't know if have. I can have that much. Oh, wait. Yeah, I do. <laughs> How much do you have now? Uh, I don't remember. Oh. I gave enough away. See, that's my Did problem. You? Yeah, I've noticed this. I, I'm very generous when I have gold. It's good to know. I need to need to be careful with it. I need to start guarding my gold. I need to work on that more. Very generous yeah. with it. Hmm. So, how's your week been? Cray, cray. Cray, cray. Cray, cray. What's wrong? 
Well, uh, Mrs. Root decided that it was her week to clean her side of the office. Oh, right, because you got your side all clean a couple yeah. weeks ago, right? Right. Yeah. And you got to understand, um, we built our desks into the walls. You've seen them. Right. Those things are built in. They don't. They cannot move. They are built into the walls. We hammered them into the, like, their custom desk that my buddy built for us into the room. They are not going anywhere unless we rip the whole, you know, redo the entire room. Okay. They are three, what is it, not stories, but shells. They got three big shells all the way down the wall. So they're large desks. When I cleaned mine, I was rather, it took me a day because I was actually looking for some documentation. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) And I actually took the day off of work because I knew I had that documentation. And so I ended up cleaning, you know, my entire, and throwing a bunch of stuff away. She's. See, okay, without, when I clean, this is why I, I should be on those shows, you know, because I can look at something and go, crap, throw it away, crap, throw it away. I haven't seen this in two months. I don't need it. Crap, throw it away. Very decisive. Extreme. You know, I look at something, if I have no use for it, it was, it's like, you know, why did I get this? I don't remember. Throw it away. You know, oh, wait, it's still good. It hasn't been, even been open. Fine. Give it to Goodwill. You know, do something with it, but I don't want it. Whereas my wife is more like, oh, look at this book. I think I remember writing this. Oh, I do. Oh, let me read a little more. Oh, <laughs> let me turn the page. Uh, oh, I remember this picture. And it's like a walk down memory lane for her, right? Right. I'm just like, I remember that book. Cool. Keep. Gone. Next thing. All right. It's like. Does she like, does she do what I do? And does she make more of a mess? Before she's done. Well, anybody does that. That's always the case. When you yeah. clean, you make a mess while you're organizing the chaos. I get so, like tired after I've made a huge mess. I haven't. There's a huge mess in my office right now, which okay. I like look at it. And I'm like, I ain't going in there. Really? <laughs> no. I was like, uh oh, I ain't going in there because <laughs> I'll, I'll want to clean. Oh, okay. And my version of cleaning. To her stuff would be like crap, 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 crap. You know, just you know, <laughs> why do we have this again? You know, case in point, a couple. I mean, it was a couple months ago. I found a box that had, you know, the the duplicates you write on it. When you write a check, it has a duplicate on it, right? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's a check? <laughs> Anyhow, we had the duplicates from our checks. From when we got married. Oh. All right. Like yeah. we No, this is the first check we wrote. I don't care about the first check we wrote. I really don't. <laughs> Why do we have it's an entire box? No, I, you just need like one. I burned the whole thing. Oh. The whole it. the whole oh yeah. Where? In my backyard. Oh. You allowed to? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can tell you this though. If you're gonna burn like a whole bunch of Duplicate checks. Don't set out thinking it's going to be a romantic fire. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Because it turns into a blaze that has a definite uh, chemical smell Uh to it, right? So it's not anywhere near. (laughs) It's like negative on the romantic scale. It's just like, should we call the fire department? You know? (laughs) 
Did you sing checkbooks roasting on open fire? That would have been funny if we yeah. had it. So, yeah. Mm. So it was right by the pool, and I thought I thought far enough ahead where I actually had a way to pull the whole thing into the pool in case it got out of control. That's good. <laughs> so, uh, that would have been messy to clean up, though. Yeah, but yeah. better than well, burning down well, the neighborhood, yeah, right? Yeah. So anyhow, um, I have not. So I haven't really been in the the the, the computer room because of that. Oh, okay. But before she started, I did go get a little achievement called oh I don't know what's that thing called oh yeah ahead of the curve, Lation. So yeah, defeated Lation and thrown a thunder on normal difficulty before five point four. Remember, and this is kind of relevant to what we're talking about this week. But before we kind of talked about you know. I killed him when it meant something, you know. Right. We talked about right. that. Yeah, I got that when it meant something, and so now people are like, oh yeah, I killed Lation. Okay, show me your your achievement. Show me the achievement that you know, head of the curve or whatever, cutting edges, couple of them, right? Sure. Well, I don't have that. Well, then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, so, and so I'm glad that's there. I'm glad that we have something to show that we did content when it was current and and quote unquote difficult. And then, like you mentioned, you and I went through. We did some rare hunting. That was kind of fun. Uh, I don't think we. Well, then we did okay on all the ones we found, didn't we? Did we have any issues downing no? them? No. No, I think we did. No, I think we just took care of them. I ran the guy in the cave. You know, the monk did the spinning thing. Yeah. I, yeah, we had to get him down together because I couldn't get him down by myself. Because yeah, he well, either stays in the cave and then I can't get my pet away from him, or he's difficult. Yeah. I've never been able to solo him either, so okay. yet. Yet. So, yet. Okay. We still need to go get um, uh, the one gal over by the tombstone. She's the uh, the Pandarian who hangs out in little... I mean, it's kind of cool. She, she's the one she gives you this thing and turns into a shimmering version oh, of yourself. Oh, it's you know? uh, Eileen or yeah, something, something like, like that, that, right? Yeah. You die, you, and you're like, you spawn right there. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's where you, she's, she's at the gravestone. She's at the spirit healer, whatever. I can get her down. Yeah, man. Yeah. She's for you know, there's I've been in there sometimes, but it's going like no problems. She's gone. And then sometimes yeah. I get her I'm like four or five times. Like, what is the Well, you know what I've noticed? Sometimes when she spins, she stays in her spot and sometimes she moves and comes towards you. Oh. So for me, you know, as a hunter with the pet, my uh technique with her is just I just kinda do auto attack on her and I spend all my energy focusing on what she's doing. And as soon as she's about to do her crane kick, I pull my pet away. Oh. And then send it back when she's done. And as soon as she starts healing, I interrupt it. Silencing shot. Boom, boom, boom. Right. Good. And I don't even have to worry about, you know, zerging or anything like that. As long as I do the mechanics, she's fine. Um, and all the monks around Pandaria have the exact same... Um, pattern? Pattern yeah. that you do. It's just like there's one guy in a cave. Yeah. I don't know. It's just their element is different. Their yeah. environment is different. Yeah. But uh, speaking of that, we did have an email from Jekyll who is uh, writing about how when he tried to get down Nasra Spothide, who's also a monk who does the same abilities. He writes and he says, hi, it's Jekyll from Twitter. I have a story for you from my experience in WoW. I was playing my undead mage, Voldemort. So you know, original name, right? Well, not. I plan on changing it eventually, maybe even race changing. 
But anyways, I was playing and got to level 86. So I was on my way from the Jade Forest to the valley when I came across a rare panda by the name of Nazra Spothide. I tried to kill her multiple times, but kept either getting too far away and hit with her cheap blast of doom one shot, or too close and spin kicked to oblivion. But I still kept trying because I know my mage can pwn her face. And when I finally almost had her dead, another mage came riding up. He was a troll mage by the name of Arjuanan. We both play on Eridar, U.S., in case you'd like to look him up. Well, he, instead of trying to steal my kill once I died, helped me in killing her. But I wound up getting too far away by accident, and she one-shot me with her chai blast again. He finished her off less than a second later, and I knew he got the kill, but he said he'd stick around in case I could still loot. I couldn't loot her, but I thanked him for helping me, and he apologized for the kill and said he wasn't trying to steal, which I already knew. I told him it's okay, thanks for the help, and he gave me 30 gold for the loot, which he got, which was some plate legs and a bag of goodies. Anyways, I thought you'd like to hear my story of how there are still nice people in WoW. Sorry it's such a long, drawn-out story, but it just amazes me that he was so nice, and he didn't steal my kill on purpose like most would. That's an inspiring story. I got a tear right here. <laughs> no, it really is. It really is. I love to hear those kind of stories where they're actually people who, you know, help out. And don't just kill the mobs so that no one else can get it. Hey, now. <laughs> hey. 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 Jab, 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 jab. <laughs> Why you do that? I have to. No, it's no. Okay, so I do that anyhow. <laughs> But it's not so they can't get it. It's so I can't get it. See, there's oh, a difference. okay. All right. It's different than how you first started telling your story. What? No. It's always been the same. Like, I'm killing him so nobody else can have it. I'm killing him so I can get the loot. Nobody else... Well, by, by default, nobody else can. <laughs> Why you jab, jab, jab? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, like, bob and weave over you. Bob and weave. Are you dodging? Huh? Dodging? Try and do. Fain death. What? No. I'm a warlock. Faded. What? No. Soul shatter. Try it. Does that drop aggro? Yeah. Oh. I could also do my little uh, port thing that drops aggro. Baby. (laughs) That is a good story, though. So thank you so much for sending that in. That's great. That's awesome. Very inspiring. Do you have any cool stories like that, Freck? Any kind of. Stories that jump in your mind about people who've been helpful over the years. You know the name you mean names. Strangers. Yeah. Um, it's been a while. I've had a couple. Yeah. I had a guy like, well, it was, it's one of those things where you kind of strike up a cool friendship because you're talking with the guy, you know, and then all of a sudden you take him around or whatever and you have fun. You know, kind of things like I was at. Uh, remember, I was looking for Battle Panda for a particular pet on him up in Northern, um, up by. Ice Crown, actually, were the one on the path of the time lost proto Drake. Oh, the, in a uh, Storm Peaks. Storm Peaks, the yeah. one that appears when it snows. When it snows, right? So I would go up there to see if it was snoring, snowing, and if it was, I'd send him a message. Okay. Well, I was up there one day, just in, and there's a guy who comes up, and he's like, 
are you waiting for the time loss bro drake i was like nah i'm waiting for it to snow and he was like waiting for it to snow why would you wait for it to snow and i was like because it's got a better chance on snowing than it does for the time loss bro drake to come up and he's like oh no my brother got it yesterday I was, oh. like, I was like, your brother got the Time Lost Proto Drake yesterday. He goes, yeah, he just started playing like last week and he just got the Time Lost Proto Drake. I was like, <laughs> did he show you the Time Lost Proto Drake or did he just tell you that he got it? He's like, oh, he just told me he got it. I'm like, he didn't get it. <laughs> He's like, no, he got it. I'm like, if you didn't see him on it, he didn't get it. That's bottom line. Screenshot or it didn't happen. And I'm like, this thing, you just don't get it after a week. It just doesn't happen. So then he and I started talking, and then uh, we ended up, I showed him, like, Kara and some other places. And I was like, it's cool. Cool. So it was, like, inverse. I'm not trying to brag on myself, but he, the guy was neat, so it was fun. I still miss my friend that I made from Trade Chat one oh, day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I linked a drowned sewer rat because I thought it was hilarious. And she responded back, and we started mailing each other random gray items. And I really should have sent her an in-game mail before he transferred away from that server. Because now I feel bad. Well, do you remember her name? Yeah, but she's not there anymore. Oh. And this is before Battle Tags, things oh, like that. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Sorry. This podcast is part of the Ego Podcasting Network. Today's totally tantalizing topic Keeping Up or Catching Up. How do you play? Brought to you by OpenRaid.org. OpenRaid allows players to form both cross-realm and local raid teams for scheduled or pickup runs for current and old content. Check out OpenRaid.org today. I hit a wall a few weeks ago. Yeah? Yeah. I realized I could not finish the legendary scenario with the gear that I have on. I still can't finish that thing. Yeah, it's tough. And without being a regular raider, or really any kind of normal raider... I've pretty much capped out at the gear I can get until 5.4 in the new raid and get new gear. But right now, I've been trying to keep up with the legendary quest, you know, buy the patch. Right. And I realized that's not going to happen. Yeah, you were ahead of me for a while. I was. I caught up? I mean, I shouldn't be surprised. It is a legendary quest. Legend. Wait for it. Dairy. <laughs> and despite the fact that you can do some components in LFR, I mean, probably shouldn't have expected to be able to do the whole thing up to speed with everybody else without ever setting foot in normal raid. But despite that, since Pandaria was launched, I've been able to join LFR groups the day that they're released. I've been able to hold my own in the new quest hubs. I've been keeping up with pet battles and be able to fight all the new pets that come out and you know, participate in the PvP quest as soon as they're released. So I've experienced various parts of the game both ways, both by keeping up with current content or catching up on old content. Now, how about you? It's also been kind of mixed for you, this expansion, right? This one has, yeah. Um, I kind of started on current content, and then it kind of, I, I just I couldn't keep pace uh, through, you know, whatever factors that were there. And I really started getting behind. Now, this was probably the the first time in an expansion that, that I was keeping pace. I normally am not anywhere near. wasn't even on my radar to even consider it. And so this was the first time that it actually meant a little more to me. 
And then so I got frustrated when I wasn't keeping pace. And now that I'm kind of off the pace, that does kind of bug me a little bit. So especially yeah. since we're having like, you know, item level competitions in the office and a bunch of other stuff. So you kind of kind of have to. <laughs> so what would you say are the benefits of keeping up with the current content? Well, I would say first and foremost on the server that you're on, it's pretty easy to get a group uh, to go tackle anything you're trying to do that requires a group to tackle. Um, or if you're doing current quest lines um, that require, you know, you can do stuff with multiple people, you both get multiple kills. Like if you're out there doing the stuff in, in the barrens, you know, you can get with some people who are out there doing it with you and get it done very fast because you shared loot. So it's pretty easy to get a group when you're doing that. Right. As opposed to if now you go back to the Isle of Thunder, which is, you know, a patch behind. There ain't no one there. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Um. Another thing that I consider a benefit is you you can kind of talk to your guildies and people who are doing the current content with you and have that that point in common with them. You can understand their frustrations when something's not dropping for them or somebody's hard to kill or they can't do something. And you can understand that because you're there too. And so you kind of have that shared uh, moment with them and that shared triumph when it's when it's completed. One of the things I think is important. Um, and it's becoming more and more important to me is the storyline. I know I don't read a lot of quest text, but when you're doing the current content, the storyline seems to make a little more sense. It really does. You know, because like if you're behind it, then if you get too far behind, then the quest lines get contaminated. That's true. And, you know, because I'll change an entire zone and all of a sudden you're like, well... Well, wait a minute. Why am I doing this? <laughs> or, you know, we go back and do the mount farming in both uh, Magister's Terrace and Tempest Keep. Count the Sunstriders in both of those. Sure. And right. since we weren't really doing raiding or dungeons or anything like that when it came out, I don't know about you, but I'm still a little bit fuzzy on why he's in both places. <laughs> or people who are now dead when you're a couple, they're alive. Yeah. Or sometimes vice versa. Yeah, we killed him, but he brought him back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you can get really confused if, if you're not 100% current on that. Blizzard also tends to set stuff up very linearly. You kind of mentioned this with your legendary quest. While you're doing this stuff, it is, you know, you can set your goals. You can achieve your goals. You can get this, you know, whatever you need to, to form the gym, to do this, to do that. There's, there's steps that you go through. And... While it's important and hard to do, it's it means something. You've got that right there. You know, it's there now. You've got a legendary item, or you've got a uh, shot touched weapon, or whatever it is. You've got something that is powerful for you in the game right then, and the most powerful for you in the game right then. When you get that, like. When the shot touched weapons, when everybody was trying to get those shot touched weapons, you got to get the shot touched weapons. You can put the gym in it and do this. And and it was like people complained and complained and complained when it just wouldn't drop for them. And now people, you know, like, yeah, hey, dropped again. Yeah, dropped again. So what I'm trying to say is it when you get that, when you are at the cutting edge of that progression, it means something. It's worth it to have that. And yeah, sure, it's going to get replaced. But you got it when it mattered on this one. There are feats of strength that you can get. 
when you are keeping current with content. There are achievements that get turned into feats of strength or abilities or areas that you can't do anymore after, you know, especially now with phasing the way they changed the, the whole planet on us. There are things you just can't do if you missed it. Um, so it's very important to keep those achievements, you know, if you're going for that kind of thing, to keep current with content, to make sure you understand what's happening, to have you know, if, you know, gumption to go out there and do that kind of stuff to get it done, to have the achievement, maybe even get it turned, like I said, into into a feat of strength. Have a little bit of bragging rights on that. Yeah, and achievements are a really fun way to have kind of a timeline of your character. You can go back and look at it and be like, oh yeah, I remember doing that. Yeah, and I remember there was a night, and I was running. Um, it was in one of the new, the, one of the converted dungeons uh, with the teacher in it. Shulamans. Uh, Shulamans, right? And I had looked on, ask Mr. Robot. And I said, I wonder what kind of weapon upgrade I could get. And he says, well, you know, there's this weapon that drops, the staff, called the Headmaster's Will, that drops out of Sholomance. And I said, well, I'm going to run Sholomance. So I told my guildies, I'm going to run Sholomance. They're like, well, what for? There's nothing. I'm like, no, no, there's, the, there's a staff that drops. And they're like, that staff has like such a low chance of dropping... You'll never see it. I said, well, I'm still going to run it. After about, I don't know, three, maybe four days, less than a week running it, it dropped. Frack, you ever heard of a geekgasm? I can imagine what it is. Okay. <laughs> I made an international phone call. <laughs> okay. okay. I woke people up. I was so excited that that thing dropped, and I won it with, I believe, a 100, and I actually got the needy achievement when oh, I got cool. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like every. I'm like, oh my gosh! You know? <laughs> um, it was it was an incredible, incredible feeling. Like one of, I mean, you know me. I I barely remember the the name of the instance, but I know that that weapon's name was Headmaster's Will. True. It made that much of an impact on yeah. me, you know. <laughs> like I said, I, I was jumping up, but nobody could understand me. You know, I'm turning around trying to explain this to Mrs. Root and her, this, it, my kids. They're just like, uh, cool. I'm like, no, it's not cool. It's not. Oh, so here I'm making international phone calls, long distance phone calls, waking people up, people who would understand. Like, you know, so it was, it was that moment. So, now, if I went and got it, okay, cool, it's a rare drop, you know. Neat, I got that weapon. Maybe I'll transmog it. <laughs> so, but at that moment in time, I had such a sense of satisfaction for getting that thing that it just it blew me away. So that's why I really try to keep up with the game for the most part. I know I'm not on the cutting edge right now, but for the most part, like because I like, like all the all that stuff. I totally agree, and that's what has been really enjoyable about this expansion is that I've been, you know, keeping up with a lot of things and experience, you know, the the satisfaction, the pride, and you know, keeping up with the storyline the way that I hadn't been able to before. But at the same time, I'm doing, you know kind of, you know, random things like going back and running the the Burning Crusade raids or doing the dailies in Outland uh, or, you know, farming the rares that other people have been, you know, done with 
you know, for a couple uh, patches now. But there are some benefits to playing that way, to playing the catch-up game. One of them is there's more resources for finding out the best way to do things. I mean, if you go into an LFR the day that it opens up, you're probably not going to find that much information about how to do it, the best strategies. There'll be some stuff from what people have done on the PTR, but you never really know if that's going to be exactly the same or if they change things. As opposed to if you go in and you do content in you know, an expansion or a patch later, you know, all the best comments and the best blogs and articles and things have been already been written about it. You can find out exactly how to do what you need to do. And it's just easier that way. It's also easier, of course, because you have better gear. I mean, your gear is scaled to according to where you are in the game. And if you go backwards, per se, then you have a bit of advantage. It's kind of like playing on easy mode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can start one-shotting stuff. One-shotting stuff. Like doing the dailies and land. I mean, that was tedious enough as it is. I mean, it took me 20 to 30 minutes every day as it was. Yeah, Just but you like, weren't worried about how much dying or anything No, else. I wasn't worried about dying. I wasn't worried about anything like that. Just like the grunt work itself took that long. Also, if you wait for things to kind of die down in popularity when they become not quite so new, there's a lot less competition you know, for mobs or for space, you just have less people everywhere. Yeah, there was something I had to do to pick up feathers one time. And um, I remember trying to do it when there were a bunch of people there, and everyone's like, getting my feathers. Was that over in the Molten Front? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And um, <laughs> exactly where it was. <laughs> and uh, then when I went back there to, you know, Try to finish up some of it. So it's like nobody over there. I remember that. I was like, feather, 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 done. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> we go heal these guys up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So That's where Warren lives. Warren, the Torrent. Oh, yeah, yeah. the Torrent. Yeah, Warren How's the he doing? I don't know. I should call him one of these days. Yeah, yeah. See if he's got a promotion. Right. Or <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's finally been fired. I don't know. He might have been. Who knows? <laughs> Getting stuff done, if it's something that requires. Materials gathered for some sort of quest or event. It's usually a lot cheaper. If you don't do it right away, if you wait till it's, you know, not the newest thing. Like you and I did NAMI. We did the NAMI quest quite a bit after it had been available. And I don't know about you, but I spent quite a bit on the stuff needed for those quests. But it would have been a lot more if we had done it, you know, a couple months earlier. Yeah, and, and the stuff wouldn't have been available either. Right. You couldn't get that kind of stuff on the auction house. And if you did, it was going to be so expensive. Right. You would have cleaned out your savings. Yeah. So sometimes if you wait, you know, the demand for stuff drops and the price drops and you get stuff done cheaper. You also don't have the stress of a mental timetable or comparing yourself to others' progress. I feel that 100%. Yeah. 100%. And and that's such it's such a wicked hole that you can get into with that. Right. Cuz you get to the point where you go I I I need to do this. Mhm. I've got to get in there. I've got to do my dailies. I've got to do this. I hate because I have to keep current. And then if you get online 
And people are like, well, what are you doing? I'm just, I'm, I'm at my bank. Well, no, well, go, go do dailies, go level. You get, oh, you're like, oh, level faster. Yeah. You're like, oh, to the point where sometimes you just like, you know what? I'm not even gonna. Sword tour looks really good right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm gonna load up some Sims or something. You just want to, you want an escape from your escape, right? And that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. And also, overall, like your time is freed up to enjoy other parts of the game. Like, if you decided right now, and it, well, actually, you did. Let's take your example. You went through Heroic Ice Crown? Yeah. Okay. How much time did that take you? Um, 30 minutes. Okay. How much time would it have taken if you decided in Lich King that you wanted to complete Heroic Ice Crown? Well, considering when I did go on normal mode, uh, we were there four hours before they kicked me out of the raid. <laughs> <laughs> and then I never went back. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, maybe a day, eight, 16 hours, maybe. I Think don't know. So? Yeah. Well, no, but you're grinding every week. Like the people are doing like progression raids. It's like every week they're sitting down for four hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get a little farther. Right. Like, so you get that's, a little farther. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. A whole lot. That's what I was saying. Like 16, 24 hours, maybe more. To- I was thinking total time played in, in the, in the raid. I still think it'd be a lot more than 16 hours because oh. people weren't doing those for just like four weeks. They're doing That's them for several months. Okay. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Okay. But if you think of that time that, I mean, you you got this really cool looking mount. Yeah, it's so cool. You got like 50 achievements or something <laughs> like that going through there. You right. basically got the same things that all the other raiders did, except now you have, you know, a month of your life that you can do something else with. And in WoW, what else can you do with that? You can level an alt? Like you like to do, you know, play the auction house up, get rich. Explore your professions, run around the game. Do pet battles. <laughs> fish? Fish. No. Okay. No? <laughs> I need to I fish haven't fished more. in a while. Yeah, I need to do some more of that. The point being, if you free yourself up of the obligation of having to do stuff right now, you just wait till a bit easier. You actually have more time to do their stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. I totally agree. I totally. I mean, it's it's such a weird place to be in. Yeah. Um, watching me, uh, you know, third person looking back at myself, you know, my story, not even knowing. I, when I first started the game, I played just like just like you said. I didn't do quests. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Um, I had this bizarre misconception that wow, quests weren't important. You know, that was EverQuest. That was where questing was important. (laughs) This is wow. You do what you want to do. So I pretty much, I would kill miscellaneous creatures to get XP and skin, you know, dinosaurs and stuff, and then move on when my skinning was, they were too low for my skinning. So I was leveling, you know, like we said it before, it's kind of like Chinese farming leveling guy. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and now, in, in the, I mean, raid, group, dungeon? No, I didn't have time for that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and and now it's it's just the opposite. You know, it's like I get in, I queue up immediately because I want to go do this. I got, you know, so it's very yeah. bizarre. The last benefit of, you know, kind of catching up of, you know, going back and doing the older content is that you feel like you're doing your own thing in a good way. 
Um, it feels cool to go back and get something a lot of people have forgotten about. Like your Drakes. Like the Drakes. I mean, so many people have joined the game after Burning Crusade. I mean, that was one of the reasons why we had that episode a few weeks ago about, you know, the guaranteed mounts, mounts that you might have skipped over. And I I was making that list, and that's how I started doing this. I was like, oh, yeah, I can go back and do that. I should take my own advice. You know, so I did. But now that, you know, I tell people, like, oh, I got Exalted Netherwing. And... Yeah, <laughs> well, and some people might have been like, "Oh, that's cool. I got that, you know, back in the day." Or they go, "Oh, wow, what's that? Where is that? Can I go do it? How much time does it take?" Do I have to own the Burning Crusade expansion to go do that? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you have uh, other things like me going out and you know hunting hunter pets, and right. there's not ten other hunters in the same path trying to get the same thing I'm trying to get. Um, so I feel like, you know, it's just me out there hunting the white whale <laughs> or the white fin strider. Right. You see what I mean? Yeah, no. Well. So kind of a sense of... Ahab. Yeah. So there's kind of a sense of, you know, originality or you just feel like, you know, you're playing the game on your terms. Sure. Yeah. Making your own rules. Making your own rules. Yeah. Stuff's available to do and... There's a whole lot of stuff that's available to do. You don't have to do the things everybody else is doing. That's true. So, yeah, yeah. I see that. So there you have it. I mean, there's there's two ways to play the game. They're both fun. They both have their own unique set of challenges. And benefits, yeah, exactly. I don't really think there's a right way to play well. It's what's whatever right for you is what's right to, is how to well, play. Well, it's a game, you know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's a wrong way to play? No. Okay. No, there's not. What if you get on there just to harass people? Well, you won't last long. That's you true. know. But if if that's what you want to do, I mean, that's you got to live with those consequences, not me. You know, that's your bed. You go sleep in it. We've just talked about basically two overall very large arcing ways to play the game. You've already mentioned the auction house and pet battles and you know other things, but there there are so many little. I really can't believe the following words about to come out of my mouth, but there are so many meta games to play within <laughs> WoW that I remember you know, how much you hate that word. I, I do, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> still do, but it's what describes this particular. It's true. Um, that, um, but there are so many games to play within WoW that you know. Whatever you do, as long as you know, as long as you're not hurting anybody, it's cool. There could be ways like we we had the sightseeing episode way back when about the different places to go to see to go sightseeing and yeah. wow and cliff jumping. You could go base jumping and wow, people don't know that. So, you know, it's a lot less important now that you can fly, but it was more fun to do when you couldn't fly. You had to take the flight up there, but. So if there are different ways that you play, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, the Twitter's email, SpeakPipe. Let us know how you play this game that we all love. You're listening to Hearthcast. Awesome add-ons. Freck, I've got two add-ons here that go hand-in-hand, uh, hand, side by side, mano a mano. Two. Two. Uh, that you got to have. If you are interested at all in doing any kind of achievement runs, if especially if you're doing stuff with open rate, like you're doing achievement runs with open rate, you got to get both of these add-ons. 
Uh, the first one is called Achievements Reminder. When you walk into a particular instance or a boss or a raid or whatever, whatever encounter you run into that has an achievement associated with it, this thing tells you. So it'll pop up the available achievements that, are, that you can get in that area or for that boss or that encounter. And it actually shows you tactics of what to do. Now, this came across because I was talking with the guy running Achievement Run. I'm like, how do you remember all this stuff? You're just spouting this off like it's, you know, like you know this. And he told me about these add-ons. So, you know, that gives them the tactics on what to do. So, Achievement's Reminder, when you get into a situation, it reminds you that, hey, there's an achievement you get here. Here's how to do it. Use Achievement's Available, and uh, here's how you get it. You go, okay, cool. And you get it. The one that goes along with it, and if you've done any stuff with Open Raid, you've probably seen this one, or any kind of achievement, you might have seen this one. It's called Raid Achievement. And this is that tattletale add-on. That if you mess up, it lets the entire group know that you failed the, the achievement for everybody. I've seen that happen. To yourself? Um, no. I've seen it happen to me. <laughs> I'm guilty. <laughs> you know, like, you know, Root got hit by a slime. Oh, great, Root. Thanks. Everybody's got a wipe now. But that thing saves you so much time. Right. Because if everybody's you going. You don't waste the kill. Right. You yeah. just get wipe it. We'll start over. You know, no big deal. You know, especially like on these open rate achievement runs, redoing achievements from maybe in the past or whatever, you know, stuff that's out, you know, not current content. So you, the kill is easy. It's the time. And if you fail it, just step out, reset, go back in. Both of these together are really nice because you can also, by the way, on that rate achievement thing, you can turn off the, the announcement to everybody, but people don't. <laughs> okay, so we know if they... Yeah, you can be like, just turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, don't tell anybody I messed up, man. Just turn it off. So it can also, it can alert you with beeps and other stuff. So these two together work really well uh, because you'll know if you failed everybody or somebody else failed you or whatever, uh, then you'll know. So if you're doing achievement runs, whether in your guild or group, open rate, doesn't matter where you're doing, these two add-ons together, uh, they work hand in hand. There's actually another third add-on from the same author that allows you to submit achievement uh, steps to them. So that actually improves both of these add-ons. So you'll know, you know, it's cool. So go check them out. Irvin Curse, again, that is Achievements Reminder and Raid Achievement. We have a Hey Blizz. A Hey Blizz? Yes. Do you remember last week how in our list of things we wanted... In the in-game store, we talked about transmog oh, sets. Yeah, the whole set, yep. And it was kind of hilarious because... Aisle 5 right over there. Yes, unbeknownst to many people, there is a little bit of a time warp between recording and publishing. It drives some people absolutely mad. Which normally does not affect the show. But this particular instance, we had recorded, you know... How much you want to see T-Mog stuff in the store. And then like the next day before we had a chance to, you know, publish episode, then they announced it. Yeah, you're calling me up and going, do we just delete the whole segment? What do we do? I know, because <laughs> now it looks like, you know, we were, but really, they, they read our mind. True. Um, yeah. I think the studio's bugged. Might be. There might, well, the microphone's all over the place, you know. Hmm. And of course, they announced the new cosmetic helms that you can buy, and they are... 
account bound. They're mailed to all your characters, including your future characters, and they're fifteen dollars. And they look really cool. They're like sparkly or shimmery or just you know. There's one of them's a skull. Well, cool is subjective. Ah right, well. But come on, give me a dress to go with my helmet. <laughs> I don't know about everybody else. I know there have been a lot of... I went on the forums. Some people are like, yeah, I already bought all three. But to me, $15 for a helm is just no. No. Give me my sets. You know what they should do? I, they don't, I don't even think they have to create new armor necessarily. They could put every single tier, like all the past tiers, not the current ones, up on the store and let people just buy a whole tier <laughs> set. Yeah. Uh-huh. For fifteen, people would buy it. Absolutely, yeah. They don't have to do any new artwork. Exactly. Yep. That's what they do in uh, what Rift. That's what my husband is telling me. Well, here's the thing: we got the three helms, right? You got the jewel yeah. of the Fire Lord, which is these horns made out of fire that are on the front of your forehead that look atrocious. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Blizz, they do. There's the hood of the of hungering darkness, which is this full red helm, and it reminds me of the the modern version of Tron, what MCP wore. It just doesn't okay. look. I buy things out of the store. <laughs> yeah. Um. Convulsively. Yeah. Yeah. You know that, like, yeah. oh, there's a pet. I'll buy that for a frack. You know, mm-hmm. the, oh, there's a mouse. I'll buy that. And, and so, I'm their target audience. I'm the compulsive buyer who buys stuff from the store. You know, I do. So are you buying the helm? No. The the crown of the the only one that kind of got my interest was this crown of the eternal winter, which is this ice skull. But I ain't got nothing blue. Right. <laughs> so you're missing the cohesive outfit. Right. Exactly. It doesn't match. Doesn't match. And like right now, there is no place that you can easily go, and just farm and get a whole, you know, chest, pants, shoulders. And hands that go and feet that go really well together. They are terrible at making boots. They don't make any just like neutral boots that go with anything. They're all like have really big cuffs and weird patterns on them. I wear a robe, so I never see my boots. You see the the shoes, the tips of them. Yes. Actually, the best item in the game is something called dress shoes that tailors make, but they're white quality, which means you can't team all them and just. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, so this makes me upset for one thing because they put out three, and even if you did compulsively buy it, that would wear off really quickly because there's only three items. You're going to see that thing everywhere, and then people aren't going to even look at how cool it is anymore. They'll just be like, oh, you got the Blizzard Storm Helm. Whereas opposed to they put up a whole catalog of stuff, and like I said, it doesn't even have to be stuff that they've made specifically to sell. It can be stuff that's in the game just hard to get. People would buy it. People will still be like, that's a cool outfit. They need to take a page from Steam. Yeah. They need to have a sale. They need to put up season one of whatever. I'm kind of I'm, I know nothing in PvP, but tier one, season one, whatever. Something old school. Now they can skip the whole clown era and, and Burning Crusade. They don't need any of the bright primary colors. <laughs> <laughs> Those all clown suits. They can skip that completely. Ain't gonna make any money there. <laughs> well, that was fine. You just can mix and match pieces. That's why they change it to muted colors because you look like clowny and have different. No, they're very bright. Yeah. yeah. So anyhow, yeah. but if they put up a limited run sale 
you know, like, hey, this weekend only, 20 bucks, an entire T-Mog set from season one. Tier one, season one, whatever they want to call it. I don't know what they call it. Well, tier one is rating, season one is PvP. Right. Well, I would assume they would do PvP and PvE. Right. So you would have season one, they would have season one and tier one. Yeah. Or see, let's say X doesn't matter what the what it, but that particular the set. That set, thank you, would be available for that weekend only. Mm-hmm. Would you go buy? If it If I liked it, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Complete set. Complete set, yes. There are people I think that would buy that in heartbeat because I think so. Uh, you know, a part of me took a step further, as it always does. And I hate it when it does that, but uh-huh. it did. And that is, if they made these TMOG sets available. So how many pieces are we talking about here? Head, um, shoulders, feet, gloves, chest, back. Let's say seven. Mm-hmm. Arbitrary number and probably off, sorry. And you're sitting across the table from me right now, Freck, and you're like, if I liked it, I'd buy it. Yes. That's what I'm hearing. Right. Okay. Let's say that the PvE set and the PvP set, you liked, you love them both. They're 20 bucks a piece. Would you spend $40 this weekend on it? Maybe. That means next week you're going to be complaining about bag space. Okay. Blizzard can't do that until they give us a closet or some place where we can put these T-Mog sets. You're right. Yeah. So they're Well, they have void storage, but it costs money. Right. They yeah. got to do something. They got to fix that. I think if they fix that, this is just a test. A horrible test, but a test nonetheless because people <laughs> are going to go buy these helms and they're going to buy all of them. They're going to spend 45 bucks and buy them all. Yeah. And Blizz is going to, you know, print more money. You know? <laughs> they fix this storage issue? Give me a closet to put my transmog gear in that I bought from the Blizzard store? People drop, drop money every weekend. What season are we in there now? 14? Let's roll with 14, okay? And we'll roll with the fact that each set costs 20 bucks, right? That's $280. And now let's roll the fact that there are two sets in uh, in every every season here. So now we are up to, what are we up to here, Freck? Uh, we're up to $560 per person. And uh, what is their current? Um, eight million, would you say? <laughs> yeah. So eight... Six, right? If so, <laughs> I can't even do this number. Um, here, read that number. Four point four billion. <laughs> okay, so pretty much our national debt <laughs> is is see. That well, that just solves it, you know. It's done. Yeah. I, we just America's out of debt. We're done. Free country. They just have to fix that, right? <laughs> they get us a closet, America's out of debt. Done deal. Right? Done. There you go. Call your congressman. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you can call him up. Make pleasure, give me a closet. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so, that, I mean, 
Yeah, in, in all seriousness, there's a lot of money to be made in, in this little niche area if they do it right. I don't. Exactly. I, it's off to my opinion only. It's off to a rocky start, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's got nowhere to go but up. Well, my hey blizz number two it has to do with the other item that they are selling in the store. We'll be selling the store over on the um, eastern side, which is the increased XP buff. Right. Now I started a mage a couple weeks ago, and she has enough heirloom gear that she's plus thirty five percent experience. Not including the guild perks, not including the dark moon hat whenever I get the chance to use that, not including the 300% buff that I looted off um, Dark Fist over there in Pandaria. Still hold on to that little item. But leveling with all the bonus, it's really not that fun. Because what happens is I went from um, Undercity to Trisfall Glades. Nothing in there, and then I went over to Silver Pine. And I did about five quests in Silver Pine Forest, and then everything was green or gray. Not worth doing. And then I go, all right, where's my next place? I go on to the next little hub. They don't have any quests for me, because I didn't do the ones before it. It's a very disjointed experience. You run out of quests to do before there's something else to guide you on and where you go. So every once in a while, you just go... I don't know where to go next. And then you have to spend time figuring out where to go and how to pick up the next challenging quest level. Yeah, they have the dungeon system and they have pet battles and they have PvP, but those have queue times. Sure. And for a dungeon as a mage at level, you know, 20 or so, that queue time, you're looking at 25, 30 minutes. Right. That I'm sitting around doing nothing. And then I go in the dungeon for like 20 minutes and then I'm back out of where I started. When I was leveling, um, I think shoot, but I might no, it was fruit. When I was leveling fruit, ran into an issue very much similar to what you're experiencing, and that was I queued up for a dungeon. Before the dungeon popped, I had out leveled the dungeon, so I would get nothing of value. I wouldn't get <laughs> XP anything. It, it turned it turned gray. Yeah, I was like, I don't even need that. Right. Um, and now it got to happen. But I have an answer for you. Okay. I actually have two answers for you. Okay. The first answer I have for you is Zyger Guides. I know it's not the answer from Blizzard that you're looking for. Okay. Uh, but Zyger Guides will say, hey, you're done over here. Don't even bother turning these quests in, what I always do anyhow. Go over here. And your arrow goes, you know, go take a flight point to here to take a boat to here. So it actually tells you where to go get the next uh, quest with XP. Okay, that is a good solution. It's obviously not going to work for everybody. And no. the fact that you know you need an outside add-on to help you is indication that there's something wrong with the leveling system. But my answer number two is even better. Okay. It's very simple. Buy 90 from the Blizzard store. <laughs> get locked into Proving Grounds until you're bronze. Okay. Then you get out of the Proving Grounds once you have your bronze level. Done. I mentioned it at our at our meetup. So when I first brought this up, I've posted about it on Twitter. Uh, I put in our a little side note about it in our show notes from last week. Huh. Buy ninety in the store. Block yourself to the proving grounds until you get at least a bronze out of there, which means you you know silver, bronze, gold, whatever they are. So at least you can at show least a copper, so that they know you're not just face palming it. Right. Yeah. And you're done. 
get out. You're, you should have the gear level from challenge mode should be, or the gear level you get from buying your 90 should be enough to get you into an LFR. You go into the LFRs, you're good to go. That is a really great idea because the biggest pe- problem people have had with the idea of buying 90s or people buying high level characters is that they feel like the rest of the players would suffer because you have people who, you know, running around going, lols, what am I doing? You don't know your class. Right. Well, now we have the Proving Grounds. Right. Bring it together, Blitz. Come full circle. Let me buy you 90, lock me to the Proving Grounds until I can prove that I know my class. Turn me loose. I mean, you can't get out of the Death Knight starting zone. You can't go anywhere until you finish all those quests. But that doesn't mean you know what you're doing. You and I got out of there, and we still tried to grip everybody from left and right. Well, I'm just saying, it's a similar concept. Yeah. You start out in an area that you sure. can't leave until you finish it. Lock me to the Proving Grounds. Yeah, I like it. Because like you said, questing with your bonus XPs and your bonus this, they're trying to get people to the end game faster. That process is broken. Now, from Blizzard's point of view, how are they going to react when people buy a character they've never played before? They can't get past the proving grounds, and they get mad and want a refund. I would say the prerequisite to to buying a character is having a max level character. Really? Yeah. If you have a a max level character on the server, that opens up your ability to buy a max level character. With the understanding that if you can't get out of the proving grounds, that's your own fault. Interesting. Like if I just say, hey, I want a tank, I'm going to go buy a tank. And I realized that I suck at tanking. Uh huh. That's my own fault. I just bought a ninety, <laughs> and he's stuck in the proving grounds until. So you say no refunds if you can't get out of there. That's your own fault. You know, Blizzard would never implement that. Okay. Because they want to keep the people happy. What they may implement on that is, okay, you can't tank. Why don't you try DPS spec? Or why don't you try gotcha. heal? Why don't you gotcha. try? You know, then you go back and now you're a healer. Hey, you did pretty good healing. You've got your bronze. Cool. <laughs> Welcome to Azeroth. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then you get to go to Azeroth. And now you get to, you, you got your gear, and you, you step into LFR, and you are free to cause as many wipes as you want. Now, my suggestion for this problem isn't buying characters, because to me, I do actually like leveling up. I like my health pool increasing and getting better and better gear. I enjoy that. So think about these two ideas. You have scenarios, which only take three people. They do not take a tank and a healer and three DPS. That is what's slowing down the queue, is that you have these very specific roles to do. And at level 20, there's not that many people who are willing to just jump into a tank role if they've never done it before. That's a lot of pressure. So you have to wait on a tank, you have to wait on a healer. It takes a while. How long do you think that queue would take if you just took any three people that were available and just put them in the first dungeon. I mean, every time you queue up for a scenario, it's instantaneous. Yeah, but you've also it's also scaled differently. Yeah. I think that would require a lot. I mean, I understand where you're going with it. I like the concept. But turning the old dungeons into scenarios... Yeah, do yeah. you think that'd be too much work to over? It really would it? because those things are designed for those that amount of people. Well, you know, for fives. What if they made like five new instances, and these instances could scale just like a flex rating boss would scale 
depending on the amount of people. You want flex dungeons. Yeah, flex dungeons. Make five new dungeons. They're the health pools of the bosses, how much damage you do, all completely scales according to the level of the players in there. Only takes three people. And I think a lot of people who are grinding it out and just looking to do the fastest way possible, I don't know that they would mind doing the same five over and over again. I don't know. Do you? Do you think people get tired of that? Yeah, about an hour I would. I mean, you, could, you would always, like, you could always stop and do something else. I like getting, if, I mean, if there's only five, then as long as I don't do the same one over and over and over and over and over and over again. Then. Right. But the method of leveling dungeons it's really good, but at the same time, compared to the stuff that we have now that we're going to get, things that aren't so rigid, let's let you get in there fast and let you play according to your level and get out fast. I mean, I really feel like they should implement something like that for leveling. Because a lot of people are looking to get to just get in there and get it done as fast as possible. Yeah, we're in a unique situation in the world of Warcraft. Um, anybody who's played probably since Burning Crusade, so Vanilla Burning Crusade, Wrath, and then Cat, and then now, the evolutionary process of the mechanics of this game is happening exponentially faster and faster and faster. So things are getting better and better and better, but they aren't retroactive. True. So what we are looking forward to, which is going to be immensely better for our characters in the leveling process and content absorption process, doesn't work with the technology that Blizzard put into place in Burning Crusade and Wrath and Kata and Vanilla. So that content's kind of still there. They've revamped. Remember, they really, they revamp dungeons all the time. But they for, revamped them all for Arcata. Right. I mean, they split things into two or three sure. instances instead of one long one. So they, you know, they do have some flexibility to do some stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I really don't don't believe that they have the ability to say, okay, let's apply the scenario technology to all these old dungeons, because the difficulty level in that in that dungeon, it, it's it's designed for five people. So right. now, if you design it to be Flexible depending on the amount of three people you get. It's just weird. And I don't think, I don't know. I, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. And I agree with what you're saying. Uh-huh. From you a, just don't know that it's feasible. From a purely business perspective. Uh-huh. I will sell you a 90. I will lock you to the proving grounds. <laughs> uh, and, that would be much more profitable. And you're done. Yeah, because now we're talking about, you know, much less code, you know, you don't even have to worry about that old crap. <laughs> you know, if you want to do that, go check out Open Raid and right. run it with your buddy. Right. So, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I would do one more thing. Okay. You buy a ninety. You get locked to the proving grounds. You get your bronze. Right. Right. I would say. You are now. I hate to use the word branded, but I'm going to use they they. Fix a title to you. You're flagged. Yeah. As a newbie. What's well, the proven? Oh. Would be okay. your title. Okay. So it, like let's say you went and you bought Freckleface. Okay. And now she's a ninety mage. Right. Now you're Freckleface the Proven as soon as you get your bronze. But you are Freckleface the Proven for like a month or something. <laughs> <laughs> or until you go back in and you get gold. Until you until you can get so people could look at you and go, All right, you're ninety, but you got that title. 
See, I don't know about that because it's like you said they're proven, but if as soon as you put a flag on someone that says like, "Hey, you bought your character," okay. right, they're going to get kicked from dungeons okay. as soon as they get in there. <laughs> you walk in, you go, oh no, you're proven gone. All right, you're totally right. Scratch my idea. Not a good idea. Give me that title anyhow. I just don't force it Optional. on me. Yeah, allow yeah. me to earn that title. Okay. The proven. So then I can come out and go like, yeah, look, I'm bronze, I'm proven, I'm good, good. You know, I'm oh. sure there'll be lots of achievements at the Proving Grounds. I'm sure there will be. Yeah. But I'm telling you, that is the way, to, I mean, business-wise, that makes the most sense. What am I going to spend? I'm going to take you know these seven guys over here and ladies and put them on revamping old content, or I'm going to take these two guys and lady for the week and say... Why is there always one lady? There's always one lady. <laughs> like, look, um, y'all... Uh, we need to sell 90s and lock them to the proving ground. Go take care of that. I'll throw you some pizza. Done. <laughs> Fair enough. Done. Yeah, between the right? two, I see, I see your scenario more likely to yeah. happen. Done. In fact, yeah. what's going to happen? By the time we publish this podcast, it's going to be done. <laughs> and then people will be like, look, Ruth's just reading patch notes or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I get. I feel your pain. Okay, you feel my pain. Because I feel your pain. This is the third time I've started a new character in the past few months, and I always abandon them about level thirty. It's just disjointed. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. I mean, I even started, you know, working on the uh, our new guild, the meetup guild. So I didn't have any sort of experience buffs. I had no heirlooms. I had no guild buff. No nothing, and I still. Ran literally ran out of quest right in the middle of Darkshore. I had no idea where to go until I turned on find low level quests. I'm like, oh, there's a great quest telling me to go down Ashenvale. <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. First world gaming problems. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it'll be our next episode or something. <laughs> First world. Oh, yeah, we could do that. Absolutely. That'd be funny. <laughs> Stay tuned for 179, <laughs> First World Gaming Problems. That's funny. That is funny. So I feel you, but... Um, yeah. Blizzard, just sell me a 90. Lock me in the Proving Grounds. I'm there. Thank you so much for listening to episode number 178 of Hearthcast. It has been... A blast. Thanks for taking us along for the ride and uh, entertaining your earbuds. We got a WoW meetup coming up, but we got brunch this Saturday at 10.30 a.m. at First Watch in Altamont Springs. Uh, this place has really good food. It's like all healthy it's kind healthy, of stuff. Yeah. yeah, but it's so good. You can actually, and I, I've never done this. Um, I've seen people do it, and I always it just bothers me. But you can order cereal there, like a bowl of cereal. Why would you go to a restaurant and order a bowl of cereal? I don't know. It just confuses me. Unless you get dragged there and you don't want to be there. <laughs> there you go. That would be know. the ultimate reason. Yeah. Oh, I got to get up and go. I'll take the reason, Bran. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I would not trust someone else to fix my cereal the way I want it. <laughs> no, they bring yeah. you the little box. It's a little individual box they bring you. Oh. With a little individual. The bowl is empty. They bring you like a little side of milk, your individual box of Raisin Bran or whatever you ordered. They got some really good omelets. I'm really looking forward to it. We had a lot of success with the brunch in the past, so I'm really looking forward to this. It's totally fantastic. As always, we're always keeping our eyes open for our next recipient of our Hearthy Award. We love giving these away. These will probably end this year, too, by the way, guys, after Season 5. 
uh, we'll probably put a cap on the Hearthy Awards just to make them that exclusive. So we will be um, always, as usual, looking to give out the next Hearthy Awards. You can't win them. You can only earn them. So if you feel you know somebody who's deserving of a Hearthy, just let us know. Send us an email. We'll check them out. And uh, we will make the ultimate decision on that. Folks, it's been a while since we've had a uh, round of AOE. We almost had one the other week. Technical difficulties happen sometimes. We got those squared away. Tested it tonight. It's good to go. So if you would like to be our next contestant, just to hit us up over to hearthcast.com. Use our SpeakPipe app. That submits your uh, desire, your application, your entry, if you will, to play HearthCast AOE. We record on Thursday nights between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern. So if you're available for about 15, 20 minutes, it really doesn't take all that long. We'll get you on, we'll do a sound check, and then we'll start playing the game. It's a lot of fun. You can challenge either myself or the impeccable freckle face to see who will win the next round of HearthCast AOE. We have some special thanks and shout-outs. want to thank Jekyll again for your email and for sharing your story with us. Also want to thank Alicia from our guild. Because of her, I found a new add-on for T-Mogging. And I'm going to talk about it next week because okay. I've only been on it for a few minutes. I'm really just kind of like, you know, squeeing about everything. <laughs> okay. And I need to get past that stage and kind of research it some more. So next week I'll be talking about that. Uh, but thank you, Alicia. And I want to give a shout-out to Broadway Blues on Twitter. and uh, Dude, just, <sighs> just keep killing, killing York. It'll drop. Yeah. He's killing the uh, the Torin that drops the the glass that turns you into Mr. Smee. Oh, yeah. I got you know, the, like, on our first kill, I got that. Did you know that was a Shakespeare reference? No, I that have no guy clue. Is? No. It is. That's it's cool. It's in Hamlet. He picks up the skull of someone. He says, I knew York. How about that? True story. Huh. When I was in third grade, I was in a play called Dark to the Top of the Stairs. I played a character named Sonny Flood who had to recite uh, the um, the monologue, To Be or Not to Be. Oh, really? Yeah, third grade. Really? Yes. Uh, in uh, Theater in the Rounds, so we were in a, um, uh, we're, you have the audience on all four sides of you. So. Cool. Sort of. Except when How you're, did you do? Um, eventually really well. Um, it's the, one of the only times in my life I've had a shoe thrown at me. Why? Were you that bad? No, well, yeah. That's part of the play? No. The director did it during uh, one of the first rehearsals. At a third grader? Yeah. Why? Well, okay. In 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 the monologue, in, in you know, the, what, what do they call it? The soliloquy or something like that? To be. Yes. Or not to be. That, that is, the is the question. Whether it's noble. Anyhow, I get up there. You're I'm like, talking about suicide. Okay, I'm third grade. Yeah. Okay, so Oblivious I get up there. That. Yeah. What? Oblivious to all that. Oblivious. Yeah. And I get up there and I do it like Doctor Seuss style. To be or not to be. That is the question. Shoo. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> so director, um, <clears throat> his name was Frank Conway. Okay. Again, I'm bad at names. I remember Frank Conway oh, because. Yeah. Frank threw a shoe at my face, and um, I remember this. <laughs> um, needless to say, uh, my entire week was then learn Shakespeare. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, good times, good memories, fond wow. memories. 
I have other memories of that. That uh, the lady, I don't remember her name. She played uh, my mother. My mom and my dad were in the play, but they played my uncle and my aunt. But anyhow, the lady who played my mom, I don't remember her name. There's a scene where we walk up the stairs. You know, it's a mom and her child walk mm-hmm. up the stairs. And you're supposed to put your arm, you know, supposed to put her arm around. It's like her waist. And mm-hmm. then she puts her arm around like my shoulders, you know, mom, son, going upstairs. One of the nights, it was probably like third, fourth showing. My mind betrays me. My arm. <laughs> no, this is going. No, you don't. Oh. <laughs> you think you do. I do. But you do not. Okay. <laughs> I guarantee you, you do not. My arm slides on her, her hip. Okay. Makes contact. Okay. With her hip. She steps up the stairs. My mind betrays me by saying, she walks like a horse. I lose it and start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully, that was like end of scene. And now I'm trying to run outside because I have just lost it, right? From that night on, every time we walked up the stairs in that scene, I had to bite my tongue because I'm like, horse walk up the stairs. <laughs> like I said, not where you thought I was going. No, it's not. At all. <laughs> the guy threw in his shoe at you then, you wouldn't have laughed the next time. I probably, no, but he, he didn't know about that part. Oh, okay. So. But <laughs> I'm like, she walks like a horse. I mean, who has that thought? Me. That's who. <laughs> Third grade me. Could have had so many other thoughts. <laughs> probably the one you were thinking yeah. that I had, but no. She walks like a horse. Third grade. Thank you. Folks, while you're out and around on the internet, go check out stuff over at egonetworks.com. Rich Fish is doing a pretty good job keeping us a ragtag group of folks here together. Uh, there are plenty of other wonderful podcasts over there, over at egonetworks.com. George from the Manic Cooler is over there. A lot of wow podcasts. There are some Star Wars podcasts. There are some geek news podcasts. It's good times. Go check them out, egonetworks.com. And... We would be amiss if we did not mention our two most favorite close lovey-dovey podcasts in the world. The Walking, Talking, Laughing podcast. The Walking, Talking, Laughing Encyclopedia of Wow podcast. That is the Training Dummies, folks. you got to go check these guys out. If you even kind of halfway like this game and kind of halfway want to learn more about this game and kind of halfway want to be better, then you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not listening to the Training Dummies. You got Hind and Hotbox over there. Might be Holloway. Can't tell. He's an altaholic. He's got like 90 tunes. 90 90s? 90 90s. Yes. He does. He's Holloway, the 90 90s. <laughs> These guys, folks, like I said, they know all there is to know about this game. They will increase your play style. They're the king of macros, the trainingws.com. Once you're done there, folks, go over to Twitch TV forward slash vote the number two kick with synergy akari eclipse and drathon these guys 
they make it really interesting. They talk about gaming, not just WoW. They talk about whatever games that they're currently playing. There are a lot of old movie references. You got to guess the the quotes that they're from. They have a lot of inside games that they play. Uh, folks, this is an explicit podcast. Be forewarned on that one. But it's pretty darn funny. So go check them out again. That's over at Twitch TV. They're live Wednesday nights, by the way, at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Go check them out. Let her know we sent you. A lot of times, Frex there in the chat room on Wednesday nights. I try to be there. I'll try a little harder to be there. But uh, go check them out. Again, that is Twitch TV forward slash vote number two kick. And you can wrap up your time online by checking out the Wild Podcast subreddit over at reddit.com slash r slash wild podcast plural. There you will find the latest and greatest of all podcasts known to mankind about World of Warcraft. There's some stuff that's pretty obscure. There's some stuff that's in other languages there. I tried to listen to a French one. I caught names. (laughs) (laughs) Names and places. uh, uh, Yeah, but go check them out. Go check them out. It's a lot of cool stuff over there. They keep those things up to date. All the latest and greatest stuff is over there. And don't forget, you can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to contribute at hearthcast.com. You can tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root at hearthcastroot. You can always like our Facebook page or you can send us a voice message on our website, hearthcast.com, using SpeakPipe, which requires no registration or installation. We'd again like to thank our sponsors for uh, Season 5. That is OpenRaid. Go check out OpenRaid.org today. Get a character. Get yourself signed up over there. Uh, start doing some cross-realm rating, some old content. Get you some mounts and some achievement points. It's a lot of fun. Uh, tell them we sent you. It's good times. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com.